following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back. Happy Friday. Welcome to Fantasy Beast and Where to Find Them. I'm your host, Kyle Rainey. I'm joined by, joined by not one, but two fantasy, frivolent, fabulous fat boys. Yeah. Full of steak tonight. First and foremost, uh, Mr. Jason Alt, our normal Friday host. That is me. That is I. And the returning uh, Captain NF himself, Gary Halt. <laughs> Would you like to say hello? Yeah, you caught me off guard. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm back. Uh, the draft guy. Come around during draft season sometimes. Um, good to be back. Just happens to be in time for our draft this upcoming Saturday for our Turkey Bowl. Oh, yeah. I still haven't figured out how we're going to give uh, our coaches the option for first overall pick, but... Guys, you didn't come here to talk, hear us they talk. Should, it has to be something stupid. They should kiss for No, it's got to be like a foot race. <laughs> no, no, like a, cereal, a, a bowl of cereal eating contest. They like should, something dumb. They should kiss for it. <laughs> no, I'm talking like a bowl of mac and cheese. Whoever eats it faster gets the first pick. So what you're saying is Franco gets the first pick because there's no way if he go, he would look at Pizzer and go, come here, good brother. <laughs> come here, good brother. And Frank and Pizzer would have a mouth. That's why I got to make it fair. It's got, like a bowl of hot tomato soup. There's just a good old-fashioned rock, paper, scissors. I think a foot race. 20-yard 20 20 yard dash. Uh, yeah. We know neither of them are running over a sub six second 20 year dash. Sub. Sub, you say. It's a script tonight. Um, but, guys, we are here to talk about week 10 NFL action. Uh, anybody got anything they want to talk about fantasy football wise before we jump underway here? Um, I hate the Raiders. I hate football in general at this point. Yeah. It's been a weird <laughs> season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's been a really, no, it's been a really weird season with injuries and like bye weeks. The bye weeks that they like put together with all like the play, all the players in the same like bye weeks and stuff. Obviously, players are going to have the same bye week, but for fantasy wise, so far it's been weird. Some some teams or some weeks have two people, some weeks have no people, some yeah, weeks, some weeks, have, weeks have, like, have eight people. I've like. just been getting killed with injuries this year. Yeah. Uh, fun note. Uh, I've only off, had a few here and there, but when we get off the air here. Uh, friend of the show, Devin, is indeed asking a question currently for Hull to go, sir. That'll be great. Guys, I'll start at the top here. Um, we have some ugly matchups again. I feel like every week the favorable quarterback matchups go to the least favorable quarterbacks. And this week's no different. Um, Cleveland has the top matchup of the week. They face the Dolphins who have allowed the most points to fantasy quarterbacks and no one owns Jacoby Brissett, am I right? Yeah, I don't. I, I would hope not. And on like top that's a, of that, I feel like that's a, your quarterback's injured and the other one's on a bye week type quarterback. And after that, Indy's got the Raiders and nobody owns Sam Ellinger, I would assume. 
And then that's the only another one where it's like if you got an injury and uh, it's like a dynasty thing. You got Derek Carr this week, fire him up. If you have Justin Fields this week, fire him up as well. Justin Fields gets uh, the Lions who are 30th in the league. And like, he's elevated himself. I up Keenum this week in my dynasty just because I also have Russell Wilson. And I don't know if I trust Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson? You want it? And maybe just to see what Keenum can do, I might give him a play. I don't hate it. Um, I'll tell you this much. I like Justin Fields where he's trending. I think Fields is well worth your start this week. Oh, yeah. Um, in the past, you've had... Fields prior to week five hadn't scored over 15 points in a game. Fields since week six has 17, 23, 26, and 44. I mean, I'm not saying he's doing the same thing, but he's got another favorable matchup against the Lions. Like, I feel like you kind of have to play him. Uh, other than that, I mean, New Orleans has another good matchup. I think we can kind of kick him out, though, right? Andy Dalton had a good matchup against the Raiders. Everybody's yeah. scoring 20-plus points against the Raiders. Andy Dalton, 17 points. Like, do we trust Andy Dalton to do this, or, like, are they also fried? Uh, the Rams. Matt Stafford should finally have a good matchup. Oh, wait. He's in concussion protocol. Um, Carolina's got an ugly matchup. Jason, you said earlier you like firing up Derek Carr, who's got a decent matchup. I think it's more or less because, like, the Colts suck, right? Yeah, the Colts are just not the defense that they, like, should be as of late. I'll tell you, another guy I do like, I like Trevor Lawrence this week. Oh, I love Trevor Lawrence this week. I picked, actually, the Jaguars to beat beat the Chiefs. Really? Really? I mean, here's the thing. We've talked about it multiple times, Gary. When does Pat Mahomes play the best? In prime time. It's a 1 o'clock game. He's known for dropping some 1 o'clock game that he have, has no reason dropping every year. It's this game. And uh, are they home or away? They seem to play worse in Arrowhead. It's uh, for some reason. I think it's in Kansas City. If for some reason, he does not play well at home sometimes at 1 o'clock. Like, I, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have like a 34. 30-point week, your 25-point week this week, and beat the Chiefs. Uh, call Trevor me crazy. Lawrence has to have one of these games pull out for, in his favor one of these weeks. He's, he's, he should have won the Giants game. They stopped him at, like, the half-yard line. Um, it was at what? It was either in overtime or, like, right before. It was, it was to tie the game up. To tie the game up or to go ahead, whatever. Um, and then I think he had one more where he should have won, too, and the defense, I don't know. Trevor Lawrence um, has been trending in a nicer direction. But the Jaguars overall just have not been able to get it done. I mean, Buffalo's got a good matchup. You already talked about Case Keenum. I'd be willing to tell you on the air right here that Josh is not playing this week. Oh, I, I really would. Don't I think would so. think so too. I, I don't think, think Josh you him. wants to play. You lose this game. It's not a crazy big loss because you it's lose not Josh, a conference it's game. It's a huge loss. The Bills you lose Josh. Yeah. Like the Bills are the most conservative team in the league when it comes to injuries. Uh, I mean, opposite end here though. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill is supposed to return for the Titans. I don't want him to play anyway. But sorry. Josh? Yeah. Josh. Oh, I agree. I've I'm very anti Josh this week because I Case don't Keenum and Diggs have played Minnesota, so yep. give him give him his revenge game against My Minnesota. My only thing is though, is if they drop two games, then we're we're the everyone in the AFC East is tied for. for yeah, you're not you going to this week. Make the playoffs though. You sit him this week and then you play him. You'd play him against Cleveland. If he's, I don't think you need to play him against Cleveland. Is it Cleveland next week? It's the Minnesota, week after, yeah. Cleveland, Minnesota, Cleveland, and then Detroit. What better of a story? No, I know. It's the revenge The Case Keen Revenge Tour. He played in both those places. 
I don't want to see Case Keenum did play last year and won both the games he needed to play in Cleveland. So yeah, and he's got a better supporting cast. Yes, maybe not as good of an offensive line though. That's the only concern. Opposite end of the spectrum here. Uh, Tennessee has already been very bad quarterback wise, whether it's been Malik Willis or Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill's supposed to be back this week. They face the number one defense in the league against Denver. I think we can count that out. We don't got to worry about Tannehill, right? Yeah. Not that anybody is at this point, but... That might be more reason to fire up some of their running backs because they're going to run more. Yeah, that's definitely your Derrick so Henry. Like Derrick Henry or... Um, Washington's got a tough matchup. I mean, they have the Eagles who are number two in the league, so you're not going to have to worry about Taylor Heineke. Kirk Cousins, he's ranked 11th, but Buffalo's third in the league. I don't care how rough it's been or where they've broken down. The Bills have still prevented quarterbacks from making huge games. Yeah, it's still been like even a banged-up Buffalo defense has still put up. Our weakness has been the run. Yeah, put up like only some games too against those teams. Um, I mean Dallas, another tough game. New York, a tough game. Kyler Murray, and in those doesn't games, matter about Kyler Murray. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. In oh. those games that the Bills have been <coughs> not great against the run, we've missing like top players like Jordan Phillips, Milano. Like, so if we have those pieces, I think the Buffalo Bills are a top-run defense. I agree. Um, do we have any other... I, I mean, I was going to say, like, do we care about Kyler Murray? He's sixth in the league, but he's got a tough matchup this week. He's facing the eighth-ranked Rams defense, and also Call of Duty's out. I think he'll be fine. It's um, probably a double XP weekend, so... <sighs> Gary's going to make sure he waits until he plays against him in fantasy leagues and send him the yeah. codes that Joe Lee sent him. Uh, running backs, though. I mean, Saquon, he's still ranked sixth. They had a bye week. He had a couple bad weeks. He's still got Saquon. the easiest matchup this week. The Titan, or the Texans are 32nd in the league against the run. If you got Saquon, don't feel down. He's going to come back this week. Uh, the Niners, this is interesting. Christian McCaffrey's fifth in the league, and I feel like I wouldn't have guessed that. In the, again, like, as running back, as running fifth back. overall. I feel like I would not have guessed that. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed five. I would have probably top ten somewhere, but as he... It doesn't seem like he's played enough, you know? It's just because the Panthers are just so bad, I and think. The Panthers just got the ball in his hands however they could, but, like, I don't know. I guess my question is, week one, the week one with San Fran, he had eight points. Week two, he had 40. I mean, I definitely don't think he's going to have 40, but I don't think he's going to have eight. Like, yeah. Is he worth your play as a 15-point player? Like, probably. Um, Atlanta, a very good matchup. That's happening as we speak. Um, Cordero Patterson, Tyler Algier, both those guys probably good fl- a good f- flex plays. Good flex plays. <laughs> um, especially in a league where there's so many big running backs in a bye. Yeah. No Mixon. No, uh, I mean, Kenyon Drake, you can almost say. He's had three 20-point games in the last, or two 20-point games in the last three weeks. Um, your dude, Travis Etienne. Yeah. A big game this week. He's got the 29th-ranked Chiefs. He's now the 11th-ranked fantasy back. He's yeah, had two pretty good, games. two huge games. Would have had an even huger game if he didn't fumble one on the, the touchdown on the one. But I think Etienne's going to do very well though this I week. I might have deserved that one. Is that is that from shit talking, right? Yeah, I might have deserved that. Uh, Jonathan Taylor has a good matchup finally. Do we trust him? I don't know, man. He's been so like lackluster, lackluster, or like not the Jonathan Taylor we've seen before. He's came back like flat-footed. It seems he doesn't have that momentum. But, uh, I don't know, it's Jonathan Taylor, so you got to play him, right? I think you're going to play him regardless. Yeah. That's the thing. I think, unfortunately, you're, you're kind of stuck at having to play him, but is it that's probably, that's probably It's your first-round pick, most likely. It is, but that team's not 
even in this in the position to be running at this point. I know. But it's still it's still like it's a tough decision. It's your you have to because you feel guilty because you drafted him, but also like people are cutting Kyle Pitts. Yeah, people are cutting Kyle Pitts. I don't think that's really Kyle Pitts' fault. No, that's one thousand percent of the coaching staff in Atlanta. Um bring out their toes. Isaiah McKenzie, welcome to the room. <laughs> Topeka, Kansas, we appreciate you. Directed uh, movies. You gotta get out of here, it's not safe. The Miami Dolphins have a good matchup this week against the Browns. Uh, the Browns are 27th in the league against the running back. That's both Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert. Uh, Detroit's got a good one, too, though. I mean, I don't know who you want to go with because DeAndre Swift is your number one, but Jamal Williams has been running back 16. I think you got to start Jamal Williams when you got him. Right? Yeah. Yeah, at least as an RB2 or maybe a flex. I mean, so far, five of seven weeks he's played, he's had more than... I'm wrong. Five of eight weeks he's played, he's had more than ten points. He hasn't had less than five points in a game. So, like, they're giving him yardage. It's not like he sucks. He's, he's making sure those feet are moving. Uh, Tampa Bay's got a tough matchup, but do we really trust touchdown Lenny? I mean, no, he I started the league hot. Ingram a little bit. Or, no. It's not his name. Uh, Rashad, Rashad White. White. I'm sorry. Leonard Fournette started out as the top guy. He had, besides the Kansas City game, 21, 24, 12, 14, and 21 rushes. Yeah, but I feel like as someone who's owned Fournette in the past, he's so, like... Streaky? Streaky, yeah. Like, he'll have a hot streak of, like, five games and then... You're gonna get five games. We're gonna get five points out of them. Yeah, but the concern is it's not like He's so inconsistent. It's, it's literally for lack of trying. The last three weeks has been eight, nine, and nine carries. Oh yeah. Like he's not seeing the ball. It's well, that's the problem with any any Tampa Bay player. I'm gonna say any right Tom now. Tom Brady running back. Well, Tom Brady running back, but any Tampa Bay players, they got so many mouths to feed there that like you end up. Well, they someone's still, getting they still screwed. Still what forty times a game? Yeah, sixty. Sixty. He threw a fifty or sixty last week. Uh, topped out last week, I believe, and I might be wrong on this, Patrick Mahomes threw the ball 68 times last week. Yeah. That's sickening. That. Um, I mean, Chicago, they have a good matchup. You know what's wild, though? With, I mean, speaking of throwing the ball, Josh hurt his elbow and whatever, whatever and he did. And then threw 70 yards the next play. 70 yards the next play. Still with a, a tear, possible completed. tear in his whatever the, it was. A UCL. Tire. UCL. Um... The Chiefs have a good matchup. Who they're uh, the Chargers? That got flexed to four from four twenty five to the, the Monday night. They're at the Jags. Chiefs Jags. Oh, Chiefs, Jags Jags at Chiefs. I'll tell you right now, I don't give a shit. I'm not touching a Chiefs running back the rest of the year. No, not a chance. No, uh, not a chance. The most embarrassing stat of last week: Mahomes threw sixty eight times. Mahomes rushed nine t- or six times for sixty eight yards. The number two, three, and four rushers on that team last week were running back, running back, running back. They ran for a combined 12 times. They averaged 1.2 yards per carry between the three running backs. Yikes. They ran 12 times for 16 yards or some shit like that. That's embarrassing. Yeah. You're a pro NFL running back. None of you could break more than five-yard carry. Not once. In, like, like embarrassing. Downright embarrassing. The Chiefs running game is horrendous. Yeah, it doesn't look great. Um, I mean, 
Nick Chubb's Nick Chubb. Right. He's got a decent matchup, but you're not going to sit him. Uh, far end. He might have the rushing title this year. I don't know if he's got the rushing title, but he's definitely in competition for it. Um, Saquon's definitely putting on the brakes for him. That's true. Austin Eckler, running back number one. He's got a very tough matchup this week, but there's no way you're not playing Austin Eckler. Right. Uh, Seattle. This is going to be this is going to be the the hit or miss one here. They've got the third toughest matchup in the league. They face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Kenneth Walker has basically said screw your matchup comparisons and put up 20 points. The last, I think I Seattle know, routes Tampa uh, in Germany. Yeah, I could see. What time is that game? Nine thirty in the morning. On Saturday, nine twenty-three in the morning. Mm-hmm. Nine thirty. We'll be recording while we'll, uh, uh, we'll be live while that's on. Uh, the Bills have a tough matchup. That's not good for them, given that they're probably going to have to lean on their running backs a little bit more. Uh, Denver tough matchup this week. They have the Titans, who are sixth in the league. The only reason I care about Denver is I do want to see how they use Chase Edmonds finally after coming off the bye. He's a bum. Nobody, nobody knows how to use Chase Edmonds. Damian Pierce too, though. That's an interesting one. He's now ranked fourteen, or running back fourteen. He's got a tough matchup against uh, the Giants, and they're probably playing from behind. But Damian Pierce has been great. Mm-hmm. Guys, got anything for running back or tight end or receiver or tight end? Um, who did the Commanders have this week? The Commanders are playing. Or are they on the bye? No, they're they're playing. They have the Eagles. Never mind. I was going to say, I'm finally hoping Brian Robinson has a game. But he's not going to do anything. No, I know. Not against the Eagles. Um, I'll tell you right now, tight end-wise, I like Tyler Higby this week again. I'm beating the drum on Tyler Higby. I have been too often, but he's got the Cardinals again. Uh, he's actually the worst player this year against the Cardinals at tight end, which is wild because prior to that Cardinals game, he had averaged... He had had 11, 9, 14, and 10 targets through five games. I wonder, so if if um, Josh doesn't play this week, I wonder if Knox is a good week, just because um, Case Keenum liked to use Kyle Rudolph in my in Minnesota. Yeah, I was thinking Knox, and I was thinking Naeem Hines. Yeah. We know that Case Keenum He's had... He's King. He had all the options to throw Delvin Cook when he was there. Mm-hmm. You've got James Cook and Naeem Hines. They're going to throw a lot of screens. They're going to throw a lot of bubble plays. They're going to throw a lot of slants. Yeah, I, I hope they don't try to use him like they use Josh and throw it deep. I don't think there's a chance. Although he hit a nice spin move and hurdle today in practice. Did he? Yeah, against air. Oh. He was trying to show people he can be Josh. It was fun. Yeah, he did a great job. Got anything you, got, you want to add? Uh, maybe if we're talking like tight ends, one of my favorite guys, uh, Tampa Bay, uh, Kate Otten has been just like performing yes. pretty well the past couple of weeks. Cameron Brate's and just back. Catching, well, Cameron Brate's back, but still Kate Otten has been... It's funny, Cameron Brate like, came back last week, and it was Kate Otten's best game so far. Yeah, So he's still performing with Cameron Brate back, so I like that play over Cameron Brate if you're starting to need a tight end. I have to play Cameron Brate this week. Um, Kate Otten is nice because outside of the Pittsburgh game, the last five weeks he's had five or more targets and everything but the Pittsburgh game in which he had three targets. Um, I do like Kate Otten. And he's got the, like, uh, what were we talking about, sorry? The Gronkowski the, effect? Well, the Gronkowski effect, but it's also like the Seattle hasn't been great against the tight ends. Oh, they're, so. they're second to last against yeah. the tight end. So I think, yeah, I think Kate Otten could be a very big, especially, like, that'll probably be the guy in London this week. And if you're going to play any prop bets, yeah. Geno Smith to rush for a touchdown, Kate Otten, 
receiving over and K. Dotton receptions over three and a half. Because I'm sure they'll set it at that. Um, Cleveland's got a good matchup this week against the against the Dolphins. That kind of means fire up David Njoku. I haven't really said that much this year, but he's been like. Have they said nothing good? You, no Keenan Allen this week. I assume probably. Uh, but when I looked at the injury report the other day, Mike Williams wasn't on it. So that's something. Let me pull. Oh nope, Mike Williams is out. Never mind. I lied. Like, dude, I am. Keenan so Allen's list is questionable still. I am legit. I have like ten wide receivers on my bench right now. All of them either hurt or on a buy, and I have nobody to replace them. Don't you hate it? Higgins on a buy. DJ Chark hurt. Hunter Renfro hurt. Uh, Romeo Dubes hurt. Barrios on a buy. Justin Ross hurt. John Mechie hurt. Like, dude, all this depth can't use any of it. I feel your pain. Uh, Denver? The, the only person I can use is Kumro. <laughs> I mean, it might not be bad. He's, they, they don't even ever... They, they never use him in the patterns. Yeah, but if you've got a backup quarterback, you're going to try to probably throw in some of these practice squad guys who they have chemistry with, so yeah, Kumro might have a game this week. Uh, Greg Dolkic, he's got a nice matchup against the Titans this week. Uh, Evan Ingram, if he can stay healthy, he's tight end number 12. Who the hell expected that to happen? Not me. Seattle. Noah Fon had a nice week last week. Shout out to you, Anthony Kutri. You're welcome. My Rui telling yeah. him to not pick up Isaiah Likely and play uh, Font instead, who did score six more points. Uh, Dawson Knox. There you go, Gary. Minnesota is currently 22nd against tight end. Nice. So Dawson Knox might have that breakout game finally. I'm still waiting to see when Brevin Jordan comes back into play. Because he has not been the same player he was last year. Uh, I can tell you who you don't have to worry about though this week. Darren Waller. Yeah. He is the Raiders are in deep shit. Out right now? He's officially placed on the uh, IR. on the IR as well. Try pull wide receiver quarterback. Roto Baller. Uh, what is this week? Is this week week 10, right? I just said that. Yeah. So does that mean Michael Bandy would play? Michael Bandy would play. So let me just try to scoop him up. I am struggling here. Rotoballer to find this week's uh, wide receiver matchup here. I guess I don't have one. Um... All right, we'll shoot off the hip. You see the background of Gabe Davis's interview? Yep. <laughs> Did you, Gary? No, I can't even see that part. I'll that's some that's some man meat, some man cheeks in the background. Who uh, they they don't know. <laughs> they don't know. I can tell. Let me see them. New Orleans Saints have a good matchup. Chris Olave should be uh, productive this week. Uh, Carolina DJ Moore's got a good matchup against the Falcons. We'll see how that goes. He's still a top. Uh, he's still a wide receiver three. Jerry Judy, a good matchup. Obviously, we'll see how and if Russ Wilson is going to come back and play well. However, the last four games, he's had seven-plus targets a game. So, Jerry Judy, worth firing up if you do indeed own him. 
Uh, Darnell Mooney, another guy, finally starting to come back to the player he was last year. In the last six games, he's been over 12 points in each of the six games. So uh, fire up some Darnell Mooney love. Confused by that. Um, but, guys, if, unless you guys have anything else, I think that'll do it. Um, no, I, I don't think we got anything else to talk about. I think we covered what I had, yeah. All right. Uh, Gary, Jason, anything else you want, then? Just always thank you for listening. Um, we appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. And we're always here to answer any question you got, so let us know. All right. Well, guys, shout-out to our sponsor. Shout-out to Kyle at Chicken Dippin'. Hit him up online at chickendippin.com or chicken underscore dippin'. Use code 716 for 15% off your order. Uh, but other than that, guys, until next time, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.